Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. It is day nine of Kyushu and I'm Amy. I'm here with Dave in Melbourne, Australia, and we're going to bring you all of the action. We went out tonight to a movie at the Japanese Film Festival, so we haven't had a chance to watch Jurio. We watched Makuchi, of course. We did, we did. We saw the uh, night beyond the tri-cornered window. The night beyond the tri-cornered window. That's a bit of a tongue twister. Yeah. Uh, what did you think? I, I really enjoyed it. I mm. thought it was really cool. I chose it because um, it was, I thought it was a horror. I haven't seen the anime. <laughs> it was a live adaption. And um, it, was, it was pretty horror. It was great. Well, I knew nothing about it going in. And within the first 45 seconds of the film, I'm like, Oh, it was based on a boys' love manga. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. <laughs> it was good. Very, very handsome uh, lead pair. Yes, in this movie. they were. Very much so. Lots Did of twists and all. turns. Well, I'll tell you what. I thought it was a very, very good movie. Yeah. And and the very, very last shot left the audience gasping. Oh yes, that was a good one. We haven't been in the cinema for I oh, reckon a two... year. Year and a half, two years. Well, we haven't been Did since first no. COVID. No, I think so. It was a long time. So we were there. The bright lights, the popcorn. Just having a great time. Having a good time. So Jurio went by the wayside, but wait. Uh, oh, the weather. Oh my bad. I'm sorry. Had a bit of rain. The weather did not go by the wayside. No, we we have to check this. The weather in Fukuoka. We saw a little bit of rain this morning. Yep. Before yep. it moved on to quite a mild afternoon, only uh, 12 degrees Celsius, 53 degrees Fahrenheit. I have seen some footage of, um, or some pictures of Rikishi in, in jumpers and sort of overcoats. So Were they in sweaters or just jumpers? Uh, no, like the puffy, oh. puffy jackets. Those puffy jackets, not a fan With of down. them. Yeah. They wouldn't be real down in those. It's some kind of synthetic material, I imagine. <laughs> Okay, now, Jurio. Okay, well, Oho won today. He is unbeaten on nine wins, so that is great news for him. Kotoshoho and Azamaru lost, and Kotokuzan and Ichiyamamoto won, so that means that Oho is out by himself on nine wins. On eight wins, Kotokuzan is out by himself now. He would be happy with that, a Jurio 14. And on seven wins, we have Ichi Yamamoto. That's great. And Kodashoho. So Azamaru lost today, it looks yeah, like. Azamaru yeah, Azamaru down okay. to uh, six wins with Asanawaka and Wakamoto Haru. Okay. Thanks so much for that. Let's move on to the top division. Makuuchi now. The first bout of the day was Kagiyaki up against Aqua. Just as Kagiya, Kagiyaki was getting warmed up, trying to get his arms inside of Aqua's grip, Aqua gave us his signature Kakanage with his leg flipped Kagiyaki up, over and down. Great win for Aqua. He's been trying to do it for a while. Good to see the hooking inner thigh throw back. And uh, just as Kagiyaki went for the grip flip, Aqua was able to pull it off. He is five and four now. That's not bad for him. On day nine, Kagiyaki is three and six. Shohozan up against Tochinoshin. There was a mata from Tochinoshin. Then Shohozan, he got a Morizashi, both hands on the belt. Tochinan. Tochinoshin initially didn't have a grip, but he was leaning right over Shohozan's body trying to get it. He was nearly thrown over the bales by Shohozan, but then he was able to get that double-handed grip. But he he was much higher. It was harder for him to get purchase on Shohozan. Shohozan was working hard today. He almost <laughs> lifted Tochinoshin over the Tawara, just couldn't manage it. But remember this moment. 
Then the bout goes past one minute and it's Tochnushin who turned Shohozan around and lifted him out for his Makakoshi Shohozan or was well, it? I had written down Makakoshi for Shohozan, but a monoe was called. And let's go back to that moment yep. that you just <laughs> described. We started to see a replay of Tochnushin's heel as he was up on the bales moving backwards, rolling along the yep, bales. Yeah, he was rocking on the bales. The first replay angle, it looked okay. And then when they showed it from the rear, it was pretty clear that Little puff he'd, of dirt. he'd scraped the soft dirt outside the uh, Tawara and it was quite a quick mono-e and it was reversed. Shahorzan lives to fight another day. He's on two and seven now. Yep. With that loss, Tochinoshin, two wins, four losses, three days off. He's now on the road to Kachikoshi. When you have days off. When you have days off. Yep. If you count days off as losses, which we don't hear, but... I know how this system works. The next bout of the day was Yutakiyama up against Sadanumi. Sadanumi missed the front of Yutakiyama's belt, which left him somewhat stranded in the middle. And Yutakiyama saw an opening, blasted Sadanumi back across the doyo. Sadanumi, he quickly tried to spin out of the way, but Yutakiyama, he caught him mid-rotation and marched him over the bales, Yori Taoshi. Much better from Yutakiyama today. His shoves were on point. Good work with the left hand. When Sadanumi fell down off the doyo, Yutakiyama was so concerned for him. He absolutely catapulted himself down after the win to see if Sadanumi was okay. It was a lovely moment. It was Placed interesting. Hand on his back, on his butt almost to sort of go, are you all right, mate? Well, it's very rare you see Rikishi jump off the doyo to go and see if someone's yeah. okay. I wonder if he saw something we didn't about the way Sadanumi landed. Yeah, possibly. Or maybe just Yutakiyama is a great guy. Well, I think that's the more likely explanation for that. Sadanumi, six and three with that loss. Yutakiyama, three and six with that win. Kaisei up against Hokuto Fuji next. And Hokuto Fuji came out hard with a Norua with the right hand. Tries a pull down, but Kaisei was steady at this point. But then Hokuto Fuji decided he needed to be lower, dropped the body down and turned his head to burrow against Kaisei's chest. And from here, he was able to push Kaisei out Oshidashi. Hokuto Fuji will do this sometimes where he just drives a hand into the opponent's throat mm. and it really gives you very few options. He held him up there for quite a long Didn't time. <laughs> And poor old Kaiso, he would hate that, I'd imagine. Yeah. But positive sumo from Hokuto Fuji today. A great Oshidashi win takes him to seven and two. Kaisei, four and five. Chiyonokuni was up next against Teretsuyoshi. Chiyonokuni came out of the touchy eye, launching thrusting attacks that troubled Teretsuyoshi early. Teretsuyoshi couldn't get low, was forced to keep his distance a little. You could really tell Chinakuni was being very careful as he continued moving forward, attacking. While Teretsuyoshi, he did show some good footwork as he was being forced to move back around the doyo, but Chinakuni was all over this one. He pushed Teretsuyoshi out, Tsukidashi. Yeah, you said they were being careful, or Chionokuni in particular. I also commented that they were both watching each other really carefully, Teretsuyoshi, particularly after yesterday. But Chionokuni's slaps landed really well and that win Tsukidashi win takes him to four, five and four. Teretsuyoshi is three and six. Chiyotaru up against Abi next. It was a slow touchy eye. Abi just held Chiyotaru up and then just kind of let him fall. That's what it looked like. Mm. But of course, there's always a slap down on the replay. You can always see that, that thrust down in this case. And that's Abi's Kachikoshi. 
Yeah, it was the second day in a row that we saw Chiatari's touchy eye exploited. Mm. Uh, again, just trundling forward, uh, Avi, meet and move. Chiatari, maybe just wait a little bit. Yeah. Just try he, it out tomorrow, see how it feels. Yeah, he did just come forward again, didn't he? Like He certainly did. He did yesterday. Kachikoshi for Abi. Eight and one now, a great performance in his first uh, Basho back in the top division. Chiatari, five and four. Chiamaru up next against Tobizaru. Chiamaru met the Tobizaru Tachiai with the Norua attack before quickly switching to the belt. Tobizaru, he went on the belt too, but in a belt matchup, who's going to win this one? It's <laughs> going to be Chiamaru. He was in control and he easily moved Tobizaru over the bales. Gave him no time for any funny business today. No, absolutely not. I did think it was okay for Toby Zaro to get on the belt. We have seen him a little bit keener these days to do that, but against Chiamaru, I'm not sure he loved it. <laughs> and although Toby Zaro tried the grip flip, he tried to get himself out of it. He couldn't do anything about it. He is five and four and Chiamaru is the same score with that win at Magashira 15. Kotoeko up against Ishiura. He managed one win yesterday. Can uh, Kotoeko find another one? It was a really frenzied bout, actually. Ishiura came straight forwards at Kotoeko, which is one good sign. Kotoeko gave him some space. They hauled each other around quite a bit. Ishiura went for a trip. He was coming at Kotoeko from every angle. Then a throw with the left hand. Kotoeko tried to hold himself up with the hooked thigh, tried to generate his own throw power from that position. So they were both trying to throw, but he couldn't. And Ishiro was in the dominant position there and Kotoeko went down first. Shitatenage. Kotoeko looked devastated yeah. after this bout. But it was pretty close. Like he well, was trying some moves there. I do want to say Kotoeko, and I'm speaking to you directly right now, mate, what we saw today we haven't seen in your previous seven losses. Yes, you lost, but it was good sumo. Yeah, a little bit, little bit more activity. Activity. There was speed. There was a bit of technique. There was some Kyushu pride. <laughs> That's all we want. Totally. But Ishira dealt with it really well, actually. Yeah. This could have been a stumbling block for him. And he, he was so, I said frenzied before, he just, was moving around a whole lot today, but it was working for him. It wasn't just uh, just slaps and thrusts with no purpose behind them. He knew what he was doing and he pulled off the win. He's four and five. Kotoeko, well, that's his Makakoshi. Makakoshi. One next. and eight. Kodnawaka up against Chiyoshoma next. Kodnawaka, did you see this? He waited at the touchy oh, eye. It was a terrible touchy eye. He took so long to respond. Well... I don't know whether this was a plan or whether it was just a mistiming, but it let Chiyoshoma get inside, get on the belt and drive Kodnawaka back. Kodnawaka on the bales tried to twist away, but Chiyoshoma, he did start falling here, but he grabbed Kodnawaka's leg as he went down, forcing Kodnawaka to step out first for the Watashi Komi. Yeah, Watashi Komi. I'm not sure I've ever seen that one before. It's the thigh grabbing push down while against the uh, the ring, the attacker grabs the underside of the opponent's thigh or knee with one hand. This one was more like the knee. It was really firmly wedged in there and no, pushes. Think, well, I, I think Chiyoshoma's hand just brushed past his leg. Oh, I know. He cupped it. Yeah. He cupped it. And cupped they push it. with the other arm, <laughs> forcing their opponent out or down. Yeah. Um, so... It kind of was that, but Kodnawaka also had already kind of stepped out mm. with his other legs. So um, by all means, call this a fun Kimaru I'm sure. all for it. But Kodnawaka, yeah, I think he 
just didn't <sighs> hear the call or didn't see Chiyoshima go, hear the call, didn't, um, his timing was off. His timing was off, I yep. think, yep. He's three and six, really needs to find some kind of um, something within himself, I think. Chiyoshima is five and four. Ura up next against Aoyama. We were saying that Ura was going to go for the leg, but it was actually the arm of Aoyama instead. He swung him around, <laughs> grabbed Aoyama's left arm and just absolutely catapulted him around until he had no choice but to go down. Katasukashi oh, from Oh, was it Katasukashi? Yeah. Right. <laughs> the okay, other shoulder swing down. Bit of a scare halfway through this one where Aoyama had Ura's arm yes. locked up and twisted away, leaving uh, a lot of pressure on Ura's shoulder. So good to see him recover from that and pull off what was quite a cool move. Ura, seven and two now. Aoyama, three and six with that loss. Hidenumi up next against Tamawashi. Tamawashi charged out of the touchy eye, slammed a hand on Hidenumi's throat and just walked the boy in brown back and over the bales. Easy Oshidashi win for Tamawashi. Yep, Tamawashi power was wasn't it reactivated today, and he moves to seven and two. He is having a great basho, even with those two losses. Yeah. Let's just put them to the side because the power, the forward movement, is working for him. And to do that against Hidnumi at the moment, I don't think that's too bad. Hidnumi is five and four. Takarafuji and Shimanaumi. Takarafuji stopped Shimanaumi moving forward at the touchy eye with a slow hand raised to the neck, but actually not for long. Shimanaumi forced his way in, found a break in Takarafuji's defence to power forward, and he he sort of got inside Takarafuji to power him back and out. I, that was exactly my thought too. How easily Shimanaumi seemed to kick the door open yeah. and get inside. Normally, Takarafuji so so solid and totally. tight. Yep. He doesn't let people do that to I, him very I often. Can't figure out how he wormed his way in there. It was Nina very up. sudden. But interesting to see once he did get in there, it was quite straightforward. Takarafuji didn't have a lot on the back foot. Shimanumi, that's his fourth win. He's four and five. Takarafuji, three and six. Myogiryu up next against Takanosho. They traded thrusts out of the touchy eye. But as Takanosho came forward, Myogiryu retreated. And then he actually stepped back so far that he stepped out over the uh, Tawara. Yeah. It was given Oshidashi, but I think he did himself in I here. think so. He backed himself out of the ring. I mean, he was shoved pretty hard by sure. Takanosho once, but then he did another big step back. This is a six-day losing streak for Miyogiryu. Ouch. Not great. Puts him on the road yeah. to Kachikoshi. He is two and seven. Takanosho finding some wins, scrounging them together. At Magashira two, he's six and three. Daesho up against Okonomi. And this was almost a repeat of the last bout. Same sides and everything. Okonomi on the right took Daesho back under the arms. Daesho put up a little bit more of a fight than Miyogiryu did, but he was moved back and then he almost unwittingly stepped himself out over the edge again. Yeah, it was eerie how similar these <laughs> two weird. bouts were. Two very experienced Rikishi just losing uh, ring sense yeah. is how I saw those ones. Uh, but Okonomi, 3-6, needed that one. Daesho is on the same score. Wakataka Kage up next against Kiribayama. This was another quick bout. Kiribayama shot to his left after the initial meeting, grabbed the arm of Wakataka Kage and hauled him around the doyo. Wakataka Kage tried to put his leg under Kiribayama as he was going past, but Kiribayama kept pulling and he pulled Wakataka Kage 
around and then threw him down to the dirt kakenage. Yep, the hooking inner thigh throw again. I have to really take a breath before I say that. Such a tongue twister. Kiribayama saw an opening here and he took it. Wakataka Kage now is on the road to Kachikoshi at Magashira 1. He's really in the doldrums uh, as he can be at this rank. And he's two and seven. Kiribayama, I was pleased with this. He looked good. This plan or this action taken at the precise moment that he did it. Doesn't matter what it is. He won with it. Um, And it was a good move. And he goes to three and six at Komasubi. The other Komasubi, Ichi Nojo, was up next against Magashira two Onosho. Onosho came forward. He always does. Straight forward. But Ichi Nojo retreated. He didn't stand still. He didn't try to block Onosho's um, forward movement. And he tried the pull. He moved backwards. Again, it just, like the, the two bouts we mentioned before, it just takes him uh, back and he was out. I'm a big Ichi Nojo fan and I've found him quite frustrating to watch this basho. Yeah. And yep. this is exactly why. He shouldn't be taken back so easily. He knows what Onosho is going to do and then his reaction is to pull. Yeah, he's a big, big guy. I mean, Onosho is like a little bullet sometimes. Fair enough. He slams into you. It's what and he does. Not easy to stand up against it, but I would think that Onosho's not in great form. I would think that Ichi Nojo would know what was coming and he just kind of capitulated there a bit. He certainly did. Gee, I feel like there are a lot of Rikishi on 3-6 at the <laughs> moment. Both of these uh, Rikishi, Ichi Nojo and Onosho are on 3-6. There's going to be a big, big um, Banzuke problem. Oh, <laughs> you're I can exactly feel it right. coming. You're exactly right. I'm dreading it already. The next bout of the day was Sekiwake Mitakumi up against Sekiwake Meisei, the Sekiwake battle on day nine. Could you have done it on day 14 or 15? Sure. Probably. Probably. (laughs) Uh, They traded a flurry of Supari attacks out of the touchy eye. Mitakumi, I love the way he does this. He'll give ground, but be in complete control. It's under his terms. And then he fires back and he exploded forward, drove Meisei back. Meisei, amazing fight off the bales here. Work them back to the middle of the doyo. But then it feels like the pendulum just swings back Mitakumi's way. This time, the forward momentum is too much. He's able to th- throw Meisei off balance, drive him back across the bales. Yori Kiri, this is Sekiwake Sumo. I liked it from both of them, actually. I don't know whether this was in my imagination, though, but I felt like I could see the moment when Mitakuyumi really started trying. And it was that, <laughs> it was that moment where you said yeah. the fortunes turned, but there was something in his body. He, he dropped his body and set his stance. And it felt like he he was like, okay, I actually really care about this bout. This is important yeah. for me to establish my dominance here. Absolutely. And I'm into winning this Sekiwake battle. And from there it looked kind of easy for him. I In that movement, at that moment, I said he's going to win this because he just looked much stronger there. Yeah. And dominated Meisei to the end there. But Meisei put up a great fight. He came out with his style of sumo. The, the thing I liked about this bout actually is that they both did their style of sumo. It was a, it was a great bout. Yeah. Certainly. And Mitakumi oh, won with his. Oh, I've got a suggestion though. The, the black eye of Mitakumi oh, I yeah. find quite distract, yes. distracting. You can't do anything about that. Well, does makeup, he could put makeup on. Yeah, but I think he should darken the other eye. Oh, like war paint. Yeah. Yeah. Go war panda. Okay. Don't cover up the black eye. Do you think that the one black eye is like intimidating for your opponent? Opponent? Yeah. 
One he, is. He should leave just one. No, one is. badass. Two. Twice as intimidating. Two's like try hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like symmetry. I Second, like just covering it up with foundation and just putting some nice um, <laughs> eye makeup on. <laughs> just put a gold <gasps> gold eye. Sekiwake mi Takomi, we haven't mentioned. That's his kachikoshi. Yes. Great stuff. It is great stuff. I'm into it. Is this the start of an Ozeki run? Oh, definitely. <laughs> Probably. Definitely. Uh, Sekiwake, may say, is on four and five. Hoshori, you came up next against Ozeki Takakesho. Takakesho got Hoshori away from him with some well-timed pushes. He loves them at the moment. One in particular to the side with his left hand. I noticed Just that one. rocketed Ho- uh, Hoshori away. So good. Hoshori, though, as he got moved to the edge, he lent in and he found, as his saviour, a right-hand belt grip. And he it was almost like he held himself in the ring with it. He sort of stopped himself going out. He pulled himself back into the bout. I thought Takakesho was in trouble here because Hoshori had that strong grip. But he locked that arm that he had the grip with up turned Hoshorio around with it, again moving him to the edge. And although Hoshorio stayed for a while at the edge, tried to stop himself falling, he eventually fell, but he did one of those crisis falls when you're like, don't hurt yourself. And Takakesha came down with him and they both fell together. And I wondered whether it was worth it that, because he couldn't pivot around. No, he couldn't. I wondered whether he was hoping that maybe Takakesha would step yeah, out possibly. forward. That's the only win condition in that situation. I mean, sometimes you think I've got to admire that commitment at the edge, but sometimes no. it's a real balance between that and injury. I, I feel if you're twisting away or if you've got some opportunity mm. to get some lateral movement, I admire that. But I feel when you're moving backwards, I, I just think you're putting both of your bodies in danger and it just doesn't feel worth it for me. Yeah, that one didn't look like it was worth it. No. Uh, th- this was a... A, a, a big bout, I'd say, for Hoshori. I thought he, I, I noticed that he seemed to maintain situational awareness through it. I think when you described he found himself on the bales and he found a way off, he found that belt grip, he just seemed very present. Yep. This He's he, good at finding ways out of bad situations. He is. And, and he, he can keep presence of mind during quite difficult yeah. moments. That will serve him well in the long run. It didn't serve him well today because Takakesho is in such great form. Yeah, to be able to lock up Hoshori's yeah. arm when he got that grip was quick thinking and then haul him around. It was it was good. Good Sumo in a tricky position at that point for Takakesho. He's unbeaten. He is nine wins at this point on uh, day nine. And Hoshori is four and five. That brings us to the second last bout of day nine. Ozeki Shodai up against Endo. Endo drops the shoulder at the Tachiai, hits Shodai hard before slipping back, moving to his right and guiding Shodai down to the dirt via the shoulder. Tsukiyotoshi win for Endo. <laughs> again, Boshi. Yeah, it was, and it? That's his second win um, in a row against Shodai. He, he beat him in July as well. I think he's their, their record overall is 8-5 to short eye, but I think Endo's got a bit of a number. He's, I think he's got a number on most Rikishi because he's been around for a while. But he has he seems to be able to handle short eye recently quite easily. Yeah, I mean, he certainly did today. It was He sent short eye flying, didn't he? He did a bit of Superman work. He could have green screened him in there, <laughs> flying short eye. Um, great work by Endo, very dramatic, well-timed, yep. well-executed. And a, a win that he would be grateful for at Maigashira 4. That's mm. 5 and 4. Ozeki Shodai is on the same score. 
Yokozuna Terunofuji up in the final bout of the day against Magashira 5 Takiyasu. Takiyasu took a while to go down. He has the experience to fight this guy and he wants to make it known and he wants to make it dramatic. <laughs> I agree. And he has every right to. <laughs> he hit the Yokozuna front on. But Terunofuji, he's got his belt with the right hand. Takiyasu, though, had the left hand on, but Terunofuji had clamped down on his arms and Takiyasu was on a bit of an angle. So when Terunofuji came forward, it was simply a uh, case of him him stepping Takiyasu back, lifting yeah. him up, and it was a another big win for Terunofuji. Uh, I mean, it was a fair effort, wouldn't you say, from Takiyasu? Yeah, I mean, going forward is good and, and feeling like you can take on, I mean, he's an ex-Ozeki, so it kind of feels like an mm. so Terunofuji. It felt like an Ozeki battle to me in those days we used to watch them fight, as opposed to Ozeki, but there's a there's a difference now. Well, and that, that difference showed itself today just to be strength. Mm. Like Takiyasu is quite good. We've seen minutes and minutes of him yes. handling lockups, <laughs> this Basho, but just to see Terunofuji just... The strength. Yeah, he doesn't wait for too long, Terranofuji. No, he doesn't. He doesn't want to lock up. He doesn't want to stand there in that position where his knees are under stress. He, I don't know what is going on in his head, but he's just ready to activate at all times and he doesn't want to wait. He absolutely doesn't. So Terranofuji joins Takakesho as the other undefeated Rikishi, this Basho. Uh, Takiyasu, what's his score? Uh, Takiyasu, five and four. Five and four. That's not too bad. Okay, well, let's look at the leaderboard on nine wins. It's Terunofuji and Takakesho. On eight, we have Mitokumi, great news for him, and Abi. And on seven, Tamawashi, Ura, and Hokuto Fuji. Let's look at the bouts for tomorrow. So Terunofuji takes on Hoshoryu. Mm -hmm. They've met four times. Terunofuji has all of those. Takakesho takes on Meisei. Oh, yeah. Mm. That'll so think, be great. I think that will be a good bout. Uh, Meisei has beaten him once before, also has a Fusensho there, which he should be very, very proud of. Mitakumi takes on Takarafuji. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. We didn't see great sumo from Takarafuji today, but he can be a difficult customer. I imagine he could... Stop. He, he could be the surprise stop for Mitakumi. He absolutely could. <laughs> uh, and the other person who's up there, Abi, takes on Tobizaru. It's 2-1 Tobizaru's way, but uh, most of these bouts happened uh, back in 2017. Yep. I'm looking forward to that, Abi Tobizaru. Thanks for listening tonight. That was day nine, and we'll be back with you for Tuesday night, Sumo, on day 10. Thanks. Bye. Bye.